0: Hi guys welcome to the Kung Fu Mama show and today we have beautiful Dana Chang who is a certified lactation consultant and also certified nurse midwife and uh, she is here to tell us about the amazing amazing benefits of breastfeeding
1: yeah thanks Yay. for having me I, there's so much to talk about with breastfeeding, so yeah, um, yeah. So I I love talking about it, and I'm happy to talk about anything you want. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love
0: breastfeeding. I just love the fact that it's like you, as a mom, you can pro- you can have a baby and you can provide the food for your baby just like that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to buy like ugh, gallons and gallons of milk powder. It's just just right there, anytime. <laughs> Unlimited buffet <laughs> fees. Can you imagine what that would be like?
1: I know unlimited,
0: oh. like really nutritious too. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So tell me some 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 more things about the nutrition of of breast milk. Mm-hmm. What what is the magic of breast milk? This liquid gold. What what is what's so
1: amazing about it? Well, um, I think what's um, really amazing is that we still don't know. All like how it all works, really. But we do know that every mother um, makes their breast milk for their baby, and it's individualized. So um, that early, the liquid gold, that colostrum, it's filled with just a ton of antibodies, immunoglobulins, proteins. It just kind of really gets them um, their gut to kind of get colonized, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that means that um, later in life, that they're more likely to have, you know, less. Less problems, less less issues if their gut is colonized with that early colostrum. Um, so less it-
0: issues with like digestion or.
1: Yeah, exactly. So less allergies, those mm-hmm. sort of things. So usually mm-hmm. our, you know, our body has to process all the things that we um, eat. And we know that really breastfeeding and that early colostrum can help kind of reduce complications like that later on in life. Amazing. Um, and um, I think what's also pretty cool about it is that um, if a, if the the mom gets sick or the people around her are sick, then the breast milk actually carries those antibodies and helps the baby to prevent from getting that same infection. So lots of times moms are worried like, oh my gosh, I have a cold, I'm sick, I'm whatever, I shouldn't breastfeed my baby. But it's actually the opposite, is mm-hmm. the best thing you can do for your baby is to breastfeed your baby, because then your baby's less likely to get any of those um, germs.
0: Yes, I totally feel that way, because um, Kali very rarely got sick, mm-hmm. and then we were breastfeeding for a, like a year and
1: a half. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. definitely works. Mm-hmm.
0: Um I've heard a lot of things about breast milk being used in other aspects. I mean, outside before on our last episode you talked about how breastfeeding can be used to um help with the like nipple cracks mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Is there any other types of benefits in that in that respect?
1: You know, um people will say that you know they're their infant or even like their older toddler gets a cut or whatever and they'll just put their breast milk on it and help with the healing <laughs> um, or their baby gets like a little pink irritated eye and they'll squirt breast milk in there um, to help with the healing as well and i don't know whether it works or not it seems like they heal faster um but i don't have concrete information on that
0: <laughs> yeah it seems like a cool thing i mean i mean i know that there's people who even sell like breast milk soaps mm-hmm. and like they say do breast milk facials and
1: all that stuff mm-hmm. but i guess bodybuilders if- apparently drink it sometimes exactly <laughs> so who knows but it's a powerful powerful thing and we just know that formula is great and it's really i'm really glad that it's available for the babies that need it um but it just can't be it, it just can't be modified and changed the way that a human breast milk does mm-hmm so that's really interesting uh, what
0: you said about it. it gets modified and changed. So even from when they're newborn up until, you know, they're, however, even two years old, mm-hmm. it'll actually physically, the composition of it will change for each stage of the baby
1: yeah and it changes throughout the day too so let's say it's really hot outside um and your baby is thirsty the the composition of it will be more watery so the baby when they when they're nursing they're actually getting that kind of thirst um satisfied Mm. so it changes um not only in terms of the antibodies present in it but also the like the liquid versus kind of the fatty milk
0: Right, so mm-hmm. even in like the
1: environment mm-hmm. it will matter a lot. Yeah, so often um, people will recommend that if their babies, if babies go to daycare or something like that, and you're worried about your baby getting really sick because they're exposed to lots of germs, right? And if you are still nursing, then you can at, you can ask um, to do a nursing session before you go. So when you pick up your baby, stay there and nurse your baby there because um, your baby, you know, they're constantly putting their hands in their mouths and all that kind of stuff, and so um, when they are nursing They're also telling your body, hey, this is what I've been exposed to um, through their saliva, through their hands touching you. And then you get some exposure to that, and then your body, then the breast milk can change um, and help protect them from those germs that they're maybe getting in the daycare setting. So
0: it's pretty cool. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. I've never even thought about that before. Yeah, definitely. So even in any environment, even if you have, um, if you even go to... Your aunt or your sister's Mm -hmm. house and things like that, and you breastfeed in that environment. Mm -hmm. Maybe it will it will help. Yep. Even allergies to like dogs and cats. Does that have anything? Hmm. (laughs) I don't know about that actually. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. That's a good question. (laughs) That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I do feel that it's just so amazing. So there's also one other thing that I guess um, formula wouldn't be able to provide in terms of. The connection that you have with your baby. Mm-hmm. So what's sort of happening when you, uh, you know, you breastfeed your baby?
1: Yeah. So when you breastfeed your baby, you're actually um, triggering that oxytocin, that, that love hormone that we call it. Mm. Um, and so it, it is something that you can feel inside where you feel this kind of a, a connection to your baby um, just purely because of the hormones that are there. Not saying that if you um, give your baby a bottle that you're not going to feel bonded to your baby. That's not it at all. It's just that there is just a different um, level of hormone that's kind of being pulsed through your body with just that kind of suckling happening. Mm,
0: Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. So there's actually like sort of like a chemical...
1: Mm-hmm. chemical exchange in that. Yep, exactly. And so we know that babies who are breastfed, they often are doing more skin-to-skin time, that kind of stuff as well. And so um, babies just are comforted by that extra touch. And mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, there's lots of talk about the benefits of breastfeeding. I think a lot of people, uh, when they have their baby or when they're pregnant, they mm-hmm. do expect, like, I'm going to breastfeed because I, kn- I know that it's the right thing to do. But um, the reality is, is that it actually is really hard for a lot of people. And so... Yeah. Um, I think that there is always a balance that we're trying to play in terms of, um, you know, helping people understand the benefits of breastfeeding without making them feel guilty or shamed when they're not able to, exactly. or when yeah. they decide not to. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's a big piece of motherhood in general is that of course. that maternal guilt that we feel, mm-hmm. um, whether you know is the baby getting enough? Am I giving the baby what I can? Like how? How come my friend can do that? How come my mom could do it? And how come I can't? is um, is a really big challenge, I think, for for everyone to kind of
0: um, process. So uh, definitely, at the end of the day, fed is best. Exactly,
1: yes. And, you know, um, can you bond with your baby if you're not breastfeeding? Definitely, right? Can you do skin-to-skin with your baby if you're not breastfeeding? Definitely. Um, So there's lots of ways we can... um, connect with our babies. We know that breast milk is very different than formula, but Mm -hmm. ultimately babies are fed and at the end of the day, a fed baby is, is the best.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. So also I know that, um, it also depends on your home environment, um, in terms of being able to breastfeed or not, Mm -hmm. or, um, having to give formula. What are some things that maybe
1: your husband or your family can do to help? Yeah, good question. So, um, there's lots of things that can, that can be support. And so it can be purely just saying, good job. I see how hard this is for you. Um, and I see that. Um, you know that you're working on it and that the benefits for you and our baby are going to be there but right now is really hard so just Mm -hmm. simply acknowledging that what they're doing is really hard can go a long way Um, and also being educated yourself so I highly recommend when people um, are learning about breastfeeding Mm -hmm. whether when they're pregnant um, to bring those support people who are going to be key with them to learn more about it as well so that way when the baby is crying and wanting to nurse you know every two hours they understand oh that's normal that's not abnormal the baby is not just yeah. super hungry you do probably have enough and that's just what the baby does right um so babies nurse on average, 8 to 12 times within a 24-hour period. And that total is like 7 to 8 hours of nursing in the yeah. 24-hour period. That's, That's like so crazy. a full-time job. Yeah. And so think about what you would want um, for help in that full-time job. You'd want people to help make food. You'd want people to bring you water. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: you want people to say, good job, or are you doing okay? Or can yeah. I take the baby right when you're done and change the baby's yeah. diaper or give the baby a bath or... Yes. <laughs> Um, All of those little things. Shower, or you know, like have have like second to themselves.
0: Thirty minutes to myself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So just um um, those sort of things, and I think here in Taiwan, you know, the postpartum centers are lovely in terms of they offer you extra rest and support and food and all that sort of stuff. So it can be really beneficial. Um, as long as you're remembering that um, your job is to nurse still even when you're when you're there. And so you don't mm-hmm. have another job other than resting and nursing. Right. So skin-to-skin nurse. And then when you get that kind of hour break, mm-hmm. use it. Use it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Take time
0: for yourself. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you mentioned something about um, routines and, um, you know, breastfeeding 8 to 12 times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there something, is there some kind of routine or um, like hand expressing versus pumping versus Mm -hmm. breastfeeding? Like some sort of routine that you would recommend um,
1: for babies after they're born? Yeah. Um, I would say that really um, when babies are born, I think of breastfeeding like a new sport. So you might know about it, but until you actually do it, you're not going to like get familiar and and better at it. Right. So I think that letting the baby kind of lead um, in the beginning is best. So looking for their hunger cues, them rooting around, kind of eating their hands opening their mouths, mm-hmm. um, and, and feeding them. So try not to pay attention to clocks. Try not to pay attention to what your mom or your grandma or the nurse mm-hmm. is saying. Right. But really focus on what the baby is telling you. Okay. And you can't nurse too much. You can get uncomfortable, and then we want to help you feel better about it. But there's no overfeeding a breastfed baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking for those signs, nursing when the baby is hungry. And it'll slowly get into more of a, root, of a recognizable routine, if you will.
0: So the baby will actually determine the routine for you.
1: Yeah, exactly. If you if you kind of let them, if you um, if you can kind of calm down the worry in your mind and just kind of focus on the baby. Um, and again, if the baby's telling you that they're not hungry and you try to nurse them, that's okay. They're not going to nurse unless they unless they want to, right? So you can't you can't nurse too much. If you can't you can't be wrong in trying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it'll get into a little bit more of a routine. If you have a sleepy baby, maybe um, it'll be harder for you to figure that out. And so tips are kind of like undressing the baby, changing the baby's diaper, those those sort of things, skin to skin, so they can kind of smell you and realize they maybe they're hungry. Mm. Um, so kind of doing the diaper change and then nursing the baby and then kind of bundling the baby up for sleep is usually sort of the, the first initial routine you can get into. Oh,
0: so that's that's. If you feel like the baby hasn't eaten for a long time, Mm -hmm. and you think, okay, maybe that they need to eat, but then they haven't, so then you do the diaper change. Mm -hmm.
1: Or if your baby falls asleep quickly afterwards, right? So they nurse nurse nurse, and then they fall asleep within five minutes, and you're like, I don't feel like my breast is that empty. I feel like you need to eat more, but now you're passed out. okay. So really getting the baby to be alert for the feed. And then after the feed is when they can sleep. I had that problem a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) because they're so comfortable there. They just want to sleep. Exactly. Yeah, but getting them undressed and kind of really getting them alert. So that way when they start to nurse, they're going to get in that kind of high volume when they're most alert. Mm -hmm. Hand expressing while nursing in those first few minutes can be really helpful to give baby again a little bit more so they Mm -hmm. stay alert longer.
0: Okay, I see. Wonderful. So, um what do you feel how do you feel about breast pumps? I know a lot of women get breast pumps mm-hmm. and they have to work. Um could you tell us a little bit about like when to pump or when to start pumping or mm-hmm. how does that how does that all work?
1: Yeah, so it's different for everybody. I would say that um really I mean with breastfeeding and having breast milk, no matter how you how you have it or how you're going to use it, um, the main thing is that you need to get it out in order to have the supply, right? So, um, if your baby is able to nurse and your baby's with you. That's fine, nurse. If your baby's gonna be away from you, like you have to go back to work, or your the latch is not working, or you're in pain, mm-hmm. then pumping is a good way to get milk out and maintain your supply um, without having the baby there. And so, using a breast pump, um, some people will start it really right away um, if their baby's in the nursery, um, or they have a premature baby, or their baby's not getting able to get a nice big deep latch, and the weight keeps dropping. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be a reason why we would start the pump because we want the mom to have milk to give their baby when their baby is not latching and doing it themselves yet. Right. So some people will start earlier on, and they will pump just kind of every two to three hours to mimic what when they would be breastfeeding. Um, but some moms, the breastfeeding journey, um, they're able to nurse their babies, and they maybe need to build a supply for going back to work or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so in that case, then, um, I typically recommend people to start pumping to build that supply um, maybe around week four or so. So the okay. first three to four weeks, really just focus on breastfeeding your baby looking for those cues having the baby nurse on demand when they want to Mm -hmm. um, let them get really strong in their latch and kind of you both of both of you perfect it Mm -hmm. um, and then introduce the pump and so What you would do is you would nurse your baby like normal, and then that first feeding of the morning is usually when our supply is the highest just due to hormones. And so you nurse your baby, and then you pump um, for maybe like 10 or 15 minutes after um, feeding your baby for that first feed in the morning. Okay. And that you kind of store to the side, and that's kind of your stash then. Um, and. Some mom will pump and get a lot of milk and some moms will not. And that is um, something that we can help you troubleshoot if that's you, regardless of which one you are, um, because sometimes you'll need to do a little bit more in order to build that supply if you're not pumping a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, some moms' bodies respond well to the pump. Some moms' bodies don't. And so okay. it can be a mental thing. Of when you pump, you think, oh my God, was that all the baby was getting? It's just droplets. I don't know what to do. Most of the time, babies are better uh, at getting milk out than a pump is. Yeah. So be reassured that if your baby has been peeing and pooping and feeling content, it's probably fine. It's just that maybe we need to adjust the settings on your pump. Okay. So there's lots of buttons and things to do with a pump. And so that's something that, again, we can kind of, um, a lactation consultant can help you with is figuring out which setting is best for you. Yeah. Which shield is the appropriate size for you. Maybe mm. your pump tubes need to be changed. There's lots of different things that can make your body actually get more milk out from the pump. Yeah, um, that, that
0: actually, I think, um, happened to me. Really? I think... I I felt like she was eating a lot but then I wasn't able to pump out that much mm-hmm.
1: as yeah. much as I was it's yeah. very common um, so sometimes we'll help people relax um, say look at a picture of your baby or cover up the actual bottles um, so you're not like constantly staring at it being like oh my god it's just a drop it's just a drop um, <laughs> so kind of distracting yourself getting a nice good uh, hands free pumping bra so you right. can be really distracted uh, there's various things to do but it can be a little bit tricky at start so I would say in the beginning just focus on nursing your baby if you can Mm -hmm. if you know you're going to need milk in the future to be stored then start kind of pumping and see what what is working for you or what's not and Mm -hmm. um, if you need help beyond that definitely contact somebody because we want you to be able to provide as much milk for your baby for as long as possible and then we know it can be tricky Mm -hmm. Um, so we can kind of help you figure out that routine what's best for you So sometimes um, you're pumping or
0: you're feeding and then all of a sudden, um, well, this has actually happened to me in my Mm -hmm. experience. I literally just had no milk.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Nothing was coming out. It's just all of a sudden, no milk. Yeah. So, so what would you do in that situation? Or is
1: there ways to increase your milk supply and mm-hmm. things like that? So I would say that is something I hear often from people. So um, a lot of people have concerns about not enough milk or they're pumping and they can't keep up for their baby's um, needs when they're at the daycare. And so... Um, it's tricky. And I think the the reasons are different for everybody. Um, And what we can do to help them is a little bit different. But in general, I would say that um, you want to be thinking about your nutrition. So you want to be eating an adequate amount of food. And so usually that's about 500 extra calories a day. So Mm. breastfeeding is really a sport. (laughs) Um, And also hydration. So as moms, we I don't think do a very good job of staying hydrated, especially when we're busy and are not sleeping. Um, So drinking tons of water and not even just water, but water with like electrolytes in it. So things like coconut water, like a sports drink um, are good ways to kind of replenish that. A lot Mm of um, moms will say that if they drink like a sports drink while nursing, Mm -hmm. they notice that they do actually pump a little bit more. Oh, cool! Um, but so number one is just don't don't stress out about it, uh, yeah. which is way easier said than done. Yeah. Um, but really, it's that kind of stress, that kind of catapults things, snowballs things into just being like, I don't have enough, I don't have enough and then and then we worry and then we don't make enough and then it just kind of keeps going so number one is just realize that you were making enough milk for your baby before, right? so your body can do it mm-hmm. um, it's not all of a sudden going to just stop one day, so something might have been happening, the pump parts might not have been attached right, you might need new something, we might need to fine tune what's going on, right. but it's not because your body just stopped producing milk, it just doesn't happen that way okay um so really don't stress out about it eat drink take a little nap and then come revisit it see how your baby's responding to nursing check out your pump parts again maybe switch them if you have a replacement set wash them kind of reset things and then see what happens it'd Mm. be my first step and then then contact somebody and we can help you figure that out but hydration hydration is probably my number one thing drink 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 um in order to really keep your supply up
0: Mm. Um there's actually a lot of um like those breast milk supplements, those teas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh fenugreek. Mm-hmm. Um and there's actually many uh, Taiwan local brands as well that mm-hmm. have that In your in your opinion, have you have you ever worked with any of this kind of stuff, like supplements and things like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, as um, lactation consultants, we're not technically prescribers, um, but in my role as a midwife, I, I was. And so I could talk more about that mm-hmm. Um but basically, um, we assume that everyone can make the right amount of milk as long as the demand is there. So yeah. really having your baby nurse as, as often as they need, they are um, telling you they need to, right. um, it should give you an adequate supply. Now, that's not true for everybody. And so sometimes things like supplements can be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um Everyone's body responds a little bit differently to the mm-hmm, supplements, So mm-hmm. something that might work for your mom or your friend or your sister might not work for you. Right. And so it's something that we can kind of fine tune. I think the basics would be hydration and food. Um, people say like oatmeal and fennel and all those things can be helpful cool, try it. If it works for you, great. If not, we can move on to like something like a supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, and those supplements, again, you want to try maybe one at a time and see how it works for you. If you notice a change, keep using it. If you don't, then we can switch to something different. So there's lots of different herbal combinations that can be used. Um, and you can get lots of information online or talk to somebody like us about right. it, and we can kind of help guide you and what might be useful for you. Right, mm-hmm. so it's more of a like a trial and error. Exactly, yeah. yep. Uh-huh. And then there is some prescription medication that you can get as well, but that would pre- probably be kind of my last resort.
0: Right, mm-hmm. right. If you're really
1: in dire, dire... Yeah, you've tried some of the other stuff, and it's not working for you, and we still want to maintain that breast milk for your baby for as long as we can.
0: Is it possible that at that time that... Um, Like it's already they're already at the age or sort of that time that you just will not have any more milk. Or it's always that you can you can always get your supply back up.
1: Yeah, usually I mean Again, it's a demand thing. So if the baby is demanding and, and nursing and sending those hormones to your body, to your brain, then you should you be should able to be produce able to. for as long as, as the demand is there. Okay. Uh huh. I mean, the history of wet nurses, right? Mm-hmm. You think about that. They don't have their own... They didn't have their own babies. They started having their own babies and then were able to continue breastfeeding and nursing other children. So right. as long as the demand is there, we should be able to produce it. Mm. Um, even moms who are um can nurse not their own baby, right? So they wow. had a baby before, they adopt a new baby, um they're able to relactate. So wow. get lactation to start again. So it's really a demand thing. So if you've had the amount of milk, we should be able to get it there. Um, wow. it just might take some tweaking of the things we use to help you out. Oh, that's so interesting. I'd love to hear more about how do you relactate? Mhm demand, Um, we can give you some hormones to kind of, again, um, get the right stimulation to to get your body set up for it, Uh but then ultimately it's demand, so um, whether that be a pump or a baby. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So
0: you you would just have the baby trying to get milk or, like, stuck on the nipple, and eventually milk will come out. It should, Um, mm -hmm. but again, we might need to tweak
1: some, like, hormones and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So even so for me even though um, I stopped breastfeeding my baby um like 6 months ago, mm-hmm. if I wanted to, I could relactate.
1: Yeah, you could. Um your your hormones while being pregnant are a little bit different than mm. it would be post post um, uh-huh. having the baby post delivery, so right. it might be a little bit um different for you, but yes, mm-hmm.
0: it is possible. Mhm. <laughs>
1: yeah interesting even even women who've never had babies before can lactate um that is so interesting yeah Yeah, there's a a growing research about it right because of the way that our families are are changing right so our Mm -hmm. dynamics are changing and there is a need for um more of this information so there's a lot of of new exciting information about how to help people lactate when they maybe not be the person who's carrying their own baby wow that's so interesting Mm -hmm.
0: because I can feel like right now like my body is producing milk or Mm -hmm. something's going on here yeah and so I often wonder about it like what if I just have her feed again like I feel like there's lots of milk in there Mm -hmm. and she she points to them it's like Milk. Mm-hmm. She's like, "There's milk, mommy." Yeah, you stop frustrating me. But there's, there's milk there. <laughs> she'll,
1: she'll tell me. They know they're smart. They also, um, the taste would be different for her than it would because of because you're pregnant. So, lots of times, um, what what moms will say is that they are nursing, and they get pregnant, and then they're they're baby that was nursing sort of is weans because they're sort of like, this is not what I wanted Um, because the taste changes for them. So it's kind of like a self-weaning thing that happens for some.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Okay.
1: (laughs) Anyways, I'm
0: totally mind mind blown right now. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for all this um, amazing information um, for uh, breastfeeding babies and for those on formula that is best that is support is most important exactly and um yeah so hope to see you again soon yes yes and then um thank you guys thank you all um for joining us today and thank you again story aware for this beautiful reusable um uh, no waste um denim um shirt i love it okay thank you so much see you guys next week Bye.